Welcome everybody to another episode of Guerrilla Gospel. Um, we're going to touch bases on uh, the same little deal that we left off at. I'm making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So you did. Uh, decided to, uh, you know what I'm saying, do one of my little chef boiled D's while we preach the gospel today, this morning. Good morning. And what we're going to get into is the deal about, uh, you know, God. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's then, he's now, and, and what's to come. In a lot of ways, this man said this. <clears throat> you know, there's nothing new under the sun. You know, he's the creator of it's man that is always behind, lingering in his shadow. And I mean, you know, you just look at all the things that man created compared to what God has created. This earth, the fact that he came from out of space somewhere. He turned man into woman. Uh, <clears throat> he actually made donuts, bro, cinnamon rolls. Nobody knew what that was until the children of Israel was griping about something to eat. And he said, hey, tell the kids to go to sleep. And in the morning, they got a complimentary breakfast waiting for them. When they woke up, at their surprise, they was like, they was amazed. They didn't know what it was. Said it was a very round you know, small bread with, you know, frost on it. Donuts. And, I mean, barbecue, you know, burnt offerings, you know. But now this one is really going to twist you up. It said, and immediately... There fell from his eyes as it had been scales. Okay? <clears throat> and this is when our brother Saul was out there crucifying people who believed in Jesus, preaching the resurrection. Saul being a Roman Jew, he was the first contract hitman. He was the, you know, and recorded in the Bible so far as, I mean, you know, I mean, the, the first, the first bribe, you know what I'm saying, uh, in the Bible is when the Jews offered people money to come and lie about Jesus. You know, this is like a, a paid jewelry right here. The first hung jewelry right here, you know. But here it is where, I'm going to read that again. Said, and, and immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales. Talking about fish scales. You know what I'm saying? This is when Jesus blinded our brother Saul and gave him directions to follow in order to get his sight back. And I mean, as this man have faith and did not be bitter about it, like most of us do when we become either blind or handicapped or something through our own mistakes. Like Saul's mistake was, he was actually being stubborn about Jesus. 
he wasn't bitter about it. Instead, he, he, he still listened to Jesus and everything and said, uh, you know, you will be healed. You go to this person and uh, they're going to deal with you. And when that man, you know what I'm saying? When he went, when he went to this man, all right? They said uh, he put his hands on his, on him, said, Brother, saw the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, thou sent me, that thou might receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately what fell from his eyes was like fish scales. So here we go with the creation of things. You know what I'm saying? Man is always... In the, in the shadows of God. Now, what can you take out of your eyes today that looks like fish scales? What can you put in your eyes to see? Can you put something in your eyes that look like fish scales? You know, fish scales are clear, round little circle things. Kind of look like, what, contacts? Contact lens? And this is what fell from his eyes, right? So, I mean, you know, I'm not trying to say that they were contact lens, but as you can see, man has definitely, you know what I'm saying, followed in the footsteps of God and made something like fish scales that can fall from your eyes, that can either make you blind or make you see. <clears throat> and so, you know, with that, we go back to our brother who was, you know, uh, you know, the one that Jesus loved. You know what I'm saying? As we, as we was talking about this, uh, this is a very tight situation here. You know, it's the biggest stigma of the Bible of the mall in a lot of ways, bro, where people take in, uh, <clears throat> they misdirect the whole situation here. You know what I'm saying? It's as if Jesus came here to actually, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I'm not, I'm like I said, I'm not condemning it. And I'm definitely not giving it any fuel. All I am saying is that the scripture does not tell me anything. So I am not adding anything. But it does say this. It says, and there, all, there are also many other things which Jesus did, the which if they should be written, if they should be written, everyone, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. That should be written. Which means there aren't anything out there. Okay, <clears throat> that is written about anything off track that this man had done. Anything. But you have these people who says that this is written, that is written, all that type of stuff, right? But, I mean, let's look at this man again, if anything. And this is when they were at the cross. And, uh, while he was being crucified, all right, uh, the the young man 
looked at Mary, the mother, and said, Be, said Behold, woman, your son. Okay? And Jesus looked at the young man and said, Behold, your mother. And, uh, and from that day forward, the young man took uh, Mary, and she lived in his house for the rest of her life. And the cool part about it is, is that, you know what I'm saying, uh, Jesus' words, Jesus' words are the only ones written in red in the Bible. It's the only one. Now, this is a mystery. The puzzle we just solved when it comes to the to the uh, scales that fell from uh, Peter, I mean, uh, Saul's eyes were like fish scales, which are like contact lenses today. Okay? Now, that's the puzzle that we just put to that piece. But now the mystery of this one is how is it that this young man had spoken this and it was written in red all right and i mean i'm not exaggerating here because this is what i'm looking at i'm looking at that while he was on the cross young man said behold woman your son all right and it was written in red. So, I mean, uh, you know, just, just like the stigma of it all when it comes to uh, what people believe about Jesus and everything. Here is a mystery. You know what I'm saying? Of why did man actually write what this young man said in red. Alright? And I mean, come on, right? Uh, that's the mystery of it all. Besides what everybody think. Without anything telling them, this is a mystery of itself of how could that have happened, right? And I mean, it's, uh, let me see, uh, see on TV, today shall thou be with me in paradise. Okay. Alright. So I'm not, I'm not seeing this, it's not in Luke. It's not in Luke. I believe it was in Mark or Matthew. Alright. And, I mean, when I saw it, I was like, hold on, wait a minute. None of the, none of the other disciples spoke in red but Jesus. But this young man, whom Jesus loved, spoke out in red. Now, what is the manner of this, right? And I'm like... You know what I'm saying? I'm, I am definitely not 
shy to speak my mind. Okay, and I mean, it's it's over here in John, which all the brothers in the Catholic community, they follows the book of John to a T. And Lord, the things that I read in John that it points out that my brothers in the Catholic church really needs to take a step back into John and read it before they start preaching again. But he says this here, it says, uh, it says, when Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, see how they keep pointing that out? He said unto his mother, woman, behold thy son, and it's written in red, you know? All right, and said, and, and said he to the disciple. Then said he to the disciple, "Behold, thy mother." And that's written in red. Now, how I just don't, you know. We talk about mysteries and puzzles in the Bible, and then there's just some that just overlook some things that we need to understand. In other ways that's given to us instead of going try to find things that somebody could have pulled out of a hat and said about it. Because in this Bible, which is original, like I was telling my brother in the park, it's clearly just said that if these things, if the uh, Jesus did a whole lot of other things that he don't think should be written, if it was written, he don't even think that the world would be able to handle it. So... Okay, yeah, Jesus, ordinary guy, when it comes to it, he's of the flesh, but guess what? Did not backslide on God, doing his work. See, and we was talking about that last segment, that it's not about what they had to do to get by in a lot of ways, because, I mean, even Paul said that when he hit, when he hit the island of the barbarians, they showed them an unusual type of friendliness. You know what I'm saying? Unusual type of friendliness. And they had to adapt with whatever unusual type of friendliness that was. And you know, sometimes, sometimes we enter into situations in the areas and we have to sometimes adapt to the way they, they customs are in a lot of ways, you know? Some people eat pizza, some people eat Chinese rice, some people eat gumbo. I don't know. But, some things we just don't eat. Okay? And I mean, we just unfolded today were things that I was trying to get out in fellowship with my brothers with and I just couldn't get I couldn't get no understandings of what their own Bible was speaking I would ask them and they wouldn't say anything and so I would give you know what I'm saying what the dialogue that I was giving about and this is when I will see them turn mad dog red, bruh. And don't say nothing to me ever again like talking about it. 
And before you know it, I get the cold shoulder from everybody in the congregation. So, well, I can't come back. You know what I'm saying? See, like when when I went to the when I went to Jeff City to do the the petition for the gay community, and I laid it out for him. I was like, "Hey, I mean, you know, the three strike deal is where you did the first time the kid gets suspended. The second time he gets moved to a different class. He you don't even you switch up classes with whoever that person's having problems with. All right, and the third time they just get moved to another school." Before, you know what I'm saying, you have some type of uh, incident on your hands of a kid who just couldn't take it no more and either lashed out or depressed himself. And me and that man had a good conversation. I was by myself, actually. The people that brought me, you know, allowed me to linger. And I wind up in one of the, one of the representatives' office, and we was able to speak with anyone about any issues that we had in the communities. And when I sat and I talked with this man, he really understood in a way, but you did. A, a demon can't cast out a demon. So, you did. But we did put a stop on men going into the same bathroom as little girls in restaurants and all that stuff. And I'm telling you, bro, I got I got in deep trouble with that. I got into a boo cool trouble. And I'm telling you, bro, it it all like you really wouldn't believe who actually, you know, who signed the contract for the hit, you know, and who paid the people in the village to. Uh, you wouldn't really believe this, bro. And as I'm watching all this stuff unfold, I don't know all this stuff actually taking place in the Bible as it takes place in my life. You dig? All this stuff that had already taken place and then happened. You know what I'm saying? It's like what? This is 2013 and 14 and 15, 16. You know, all this stuff happened. But 2017 is when I started getting a little bit of peace. I got ran out of three cities. You know what I'm saying? In that state, I got ran out of three cities. You dig? And uh, the I, I, the they, they got me further and further away from my kids. You know what I'm saying? I had to leave. I had to run for my life. Get away. And I, I had to leave my kids behind. You know what I'm saying? And even even with all that, that I went through, I still didn't have no justice in my corner to get me any kind of safety. But I get to the next city, I get ran out of that city. You dig what I'm saying? But that's when I started actually realizing I had more time and peace to uh, jump into the Bible even deeper. And uh, that's when I started realizing that the church is the ones that actually killed Jesus, not Pilate. Pilate asked them people three times, three times, dude, why y'all trying to kill this man? Ain't nothing wrong with this man. This man even sent Jesus to their king. And their king said, ain't nothing wrong with this man. Send him back to Pilate. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else had fears of killing this man, but the very people of the church, Wonder why, right? 